Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. What does it take to bring a leader down? What does it take to destroy a leader's career? Well, I learned, if you had a chance to check out episode three, I learned that it doesn't take a lot. You see, I was in Marine Corps boot camp, and I was standing tall in my senior drill instructor's drill instructor room, or we call it the DI hut, as she screamed at me and told me that another recruit, recruit Henry, not her real name, had come to the senior drill instructor complaining that I was a racist. Now, just for context here, I am African-American. Recruit Henry is also African-American. And so I'd never had this kind of experience, let alone words like that used, directed to me. And so as the drill instructor was screaming at me, I mean, she was enraged that this accusation should be happening in her environment that I was standing there shocked, befuddled, dumbfounded, and trying to figure out what the hell did that word have to do with me? And what the hell had I done that would have elicited that kind of reaction from someone that I had little to no interactions with? So this happens all the time to leaders though, right? We're going along, we're working really hard, we're moving things forward, and someone feels uncomfortable. Someone doesn't like that moment that we spoke to them. Someone doesn't like something. And unfortunately, people, human beings, whenever we are jealous or we feel um, a sense of um, inferiority, if we feel that we don't measure up, we often, unfortunately, (laughs) create some nonsense over to somebody else, sometimes to deflect our own inadequacies. And so as I was standing in that drill instructor's hut and my senior drill instructor was screaming at me about how we don't allow racists in the Marine Corps and she went on and on and on and it's not going to happen under my watch and she immediately fired me from the biggest leadership role I had had while in boot camp. And for those of you who've never gone through military for boot camp or been in the military, There are some leadership roles, especially when you're a young recruit, as we were in our our basic training. There are some leadership roles that are really speaking to the power of your leadership, your ability to bring people along, your ability to really help move, you know, 50 to 60 people forward. And so when she fired me, I, I couldn't even process it. Because the other thing about learning to be a Marine was that we learned to be invulnerable. We learned not to show our feelings. We learned not to be too expressive about things that we couldn't figure out or things that hurt us. And so I stood there devastated. 
Like, I probably look like absolute deer in headlights. If I could go back to that moment and stand there with my younger self that was standing there being screamed at by this drill instructor and then fired, I, I, I can't even, I, I know that the inside of me was vibrating with fear and anger and sadness and everything. So she fired me and then she told me that this other recruit, Recruit Henry, she, she actually, she called her into the drill instructor hut and my senior drill instructor wore me out again, yelled at me, screamed at me in front of Recruit Henry who had made this accusation, an unfounded accusation, no evidence, no investigation, no nothing. My senior drill instructor then said to this recruit who had had no leadership roles ever up to that point, and we were probably halfway, we were almost halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through our training, told us that we now were going to be tethered together, like really tethered together. I had to move my rack, so we had double, double beds, sorry, we call them racks, but they're beds. We had double beds, like a bunk bed. So I had to move from where I was to, um, to sleep in the same, under the same, uh, in the same uh, space as her. And then we were told that we needed to work together closely on every single thing possible. And I will tell you that being told and essentially forced to do that was devastating. Because first of all, I probably wanted to whoop this young woman's behind, <laughs> even though you can't. But secondly, I remember she was from Philly, so I probably wasn't going to whoop her too much. Um, but secondly, I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even process in my head that I had to sit with this person and work with her when she had so little regard and so, so, much, so much animosity towards me. But that was my drill instructor's way of trying to make it better. My drill instructor continued to scream at me how there would be no racism, no racist that doesn't belong in the Marine Corps. And I really, frankly, could not, I could not figure out what was going on. And there was no conversation really to have with Recruit Henry because I didn't trust her. And by that time, I really didn't like her. So for the next couple of weeks, I had to work with this young person, this young woman. But as that was going on, my senior drill instructor wasn't done. And I share this because as leaders, we often, we can find our, ourselves in positions where we may be, the pressure may be being put on us from someone above us, uh, aka our boss, but how we respond and react to the people who are reporting to us is really important. In the case of my senior drill instructor, who's just another leader for the purposes of this story, she decided that she was going to strip me of everything based on this report from a person that I had little to no contact with, who had not had any leadership roles, and who wasn't trying to have any leadership roles, wasn't trying to, you know, push herself to, to, to be as, as good as she could and to be helpful. And so about a week later, I remember, and again, I, I do actually want to just share, when I was fired from that role, it was a domino effect. Everything that I'd been working for was minimized. And I remember 
being like, I wanted to curl up in the corner. That's how devastated I was. And my senior drill instructor continued to pound on me and tell me that if she heard anything else from anyone else, that I would be kicked out of the Marine Corps. Now imagine, with all that we have going on in the world, that that was a tactic that she used. And I loved, when I tell you I loved the Marine Corps, I loved the Marine Corps. And so I basically had to walk on eggshells. I did not know who was gunning for me. I did not know, I didn't know anything. I didn't know, I didn't know who had it out for me, but I had to work closely with this young woman. And one day, about a week after this happened, we were all out, all probably by that time, all about, there were about 55 of us. We were all outside for our physical, for our PT, for our physical training. And in the middle of it, my senior drill instructor, Staff Sergeant Shine, screams my name. Now, mind you, at this point, I'm trying to basically be invisible and get through so I can graduate and earn the title United States Marine. She screams my name. And it was our platoon of 55 and our two sister platoons, our four, sorry, our three sister platoons of 55 or more recruits. And she screams my name and beckons me to come in the middle of, the, of, of all of these platoons. So there was sort of like one big platoon on the left, one on the right, one in front and one behind. And she screams at me to come in this basically this big box in the middle of everyone. And then she proceeds to scream and tell everyone that I was a racist and I was mortified, devastated and mortified. And then she proceeded to do what we call intense physical conditioning or IPT, intense physical training in front of everyone, which is basically a combination of doing mountain climbers, if you know what those are, running in place, sit-ups as fast as you can based on what the drill instructor is telling you to do. It's basically design, designed to break you completely down. Um, and in my case, it was designed to completely humiliate me. That was the response that this leader decided to do based on an accusation. Again, I share this because in our current state and place, not so much about racism, but about all the things that happen in a work environment, it is incumbent for leaders to actually do an investigation, to really understand what is happening. Who's saying what and why? What's their agenda? But in my case, that, there, was no, there was no effort to that. So probably five to 10 minutes after I had been literally exhausted in front of everyone. Oh, did I tell you? My drill instructor also asked me, told me, screamed at me, that I had to yell, I am not a racist as I was going through this this, um, this um, IPT. And so here I am. I'd been, you know, doing my very best as a leader, uh, fired from a job based on someone's, someone's whatever, I don't know, agenda, jealousy, not sure. Then forced to work closely with this person. That was the leader's response. Work closely with this person. And then to be continued to be publicly humiliated in front of everyone for no good reason. It was a week or so after this particular incident when I was fired from my squad, squad, um, squad bay leader role. And so what happens to us as leaders when we're humiliated, when we are betrayed, when we are beaten up publicly, meaning you know in the press or in a meeting 
what happens to our inner being? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit of what happened with me. I think I died inside. A part of my enthusiasm, a part of my, a part of my excitement, a part of my, my courage, my bravery, it died with that whole incident because it didn't make any sense. And ultimately, I found out years later, I began to understand the dynamics that were at play that had everything to do with women and the dynamics that we were having in boot camp and nothing to do with race. It was nothing to do with race. It was to do with a lot of the conditioning that happens in the African-American community around people and skin color and skin tones, but it had nothing to do with racism, <laughs> if you will. So I'll share more about how I recovered. Well, I don't know that I ever really recovered, but how I began to rebuild myself. Because when you have difficulties like this in leadership, it has a tremendous personal impact. We're, we're not invincible. Even as a young recruit and then becoming and earning the title United States Marine, I was never invincible. I was merely trained to be invincible. I was trained to deny how I felt. I was trained to deny expressing my feelings or feeling all that was happening inside of me. But when we do that, we also stop being really fully present to people. We stop being, we stop leading in our fullness of ourselves and we start leading very narrowly. So I hope you join me in my next episode. I'll be talking more about this particular incident and what I had to do to start to bring myself back from basically feeling like I had died as a leader. I appreciate your listening and I hope if this is resonating for you, please share with somebody. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone the next week episode of The Room.